Coming up, week five. My team's in the tank. The Cousins team is in the tank. The pity party begins next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is stressful enough just with the airport situation. No matter where you're going, it's always packed. You're always worried the weather might be bad. Is my plane going to get delayed? You just want the actual place you're staying at to be a lights out experience. So if you've booked a vacation rental and you found yourself stuck making small talk with the host or you've arrived to find out it doesn't look anything like the pictures, you know, that's, that's the worst. You could avoid the awkwardness with Verbo. Verbo has helped travelers find great private vacation rentals for nearly 30 years. You heard me correctly. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your private vacation rental in the Verbo app. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network where I have new rewatchables coming on Monday night. We did They Live. We did it in front of an audience, me and Sean Fennessy and Chris Ryan. So stay tuned for that one. You should check out the Ringer Gambling Show. Raheem was on there last week and was giving out baseball winners like he was handing out free cookies. It was unbelievable. Uh, we're covering baseball. We have NBA over-unders happening there. We also have all the NFL stuff, obviously. East Coast Bias, Sharpen House on Fridays. Then we're on FanDuel with Ringer Wise Guys on Sundays. Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday. Don't forget about Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. Through the Ringer with Tate Frazier. You can find that on FanDuel. We're on FanDuel TV every single day in the mornings, usually at 10 o'clock on Fridays. We have two shows. And I got to tell you, I love seeing my friends on FanDuel TV. I love watching in the morning, making some coffee and, uh, and doing my thing, trying to figure out what's going to happen in the week. Right now we have baseball playoffs, NBA over-unders, and all the football stuff. It is just action-packed. I love it. So we're going to be talking about football today with the Cuz. I'm going to have podcasts on Tuesday and Thursday this week. Might be on the Prestige TV podcast too because the morning show was so historically, unbelievably atrocious that I think we're going to have to commemorate it with a podcast. So stay tuned for that. I got to rally Nora Princiati and Amanda Dobbins. I'm sending the bad signal, ladies. All right, let's bring in the Cuz. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, we're taping this. It is 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night. We're starting early. The Sunday night football game isn't even over yet. That's how sad the game was. Sal, your team is no longer a Super Bowl contender. And Let's go. Team, Parent corner. Parent <laughs> corner. Let's just do it. I'm ready. My, my team is no longer an NFL team, so I still feel <laughs> like you're doing better. Uh, 
Did Let's you, start with your team. Let's start no, with my team. With my your team. team. Your no, team. that was listen. That Sunday night game was two great teams battling it out in a great game. Your team got shut out uh, historically. It's more significant. We should start with your team. Let's really start with your team. Did you think you were going to beat the Niners? No, no, no. I I really thought we were going to beat your team, and yeah. then I had a bad feeling about this. I just thought we were going to be out physical, uh, all over the place, and um. I just don't think we're a first-tier team. I think the Niners are a first-tier team in the NFC. I think the Eagles are right there with them, maybe below, but right, probably right there with them. And then Cowboys, Lions, Seahawks, second-tier NFC. I just maybe that's given us too much credit here. But we're a bully team. We beat up on the on the pansies of the league, and we're um, I don't know, out coached every time we have to get up uh, up there with a good team. And uh, this is what it is. I'm so distraught. What a bummer. <laughs> You did think they were going to win. Uh, I I didn't do a power poll until tonight during that game because I was bored. I have resisted because I think it takes four to five weeks. San Francisco, I have as the favorite, obviously, but they need to stay healthy. The contenders, I have three. I have Philly, I have Casey, and I have Detroit, actually, number four. And then the next group I have as the Enigmas, Buffalo and Miami. I think they're five and six. Then I have, it's either you or Cleveland depending on mm-hmm. how you feel. Cleveland is like the sleeper. I'm not <laughs> sure what their ceiling is. And then right. your team just feels like it's going to hang around and probably win around one playoff game. And then that's it would be my guess. Unless yeah, there's something saw, I'm not seeing. No, that's it. So we have to get lucky in the playoffs because we're not as good as these team, right? Whereas I'll say that in the beginning of the year, I'm like, yeah, we're a 12 win team and we'll be just as good as everybody, even though we typically lose in horrible fashion to San Francisco. And, uh, this uh, I, I think this proves that we'll have to absolutely have to get lucky with an upset. Uh, maybe not at the hands of the Cowboys, but somebody else knocking about. But by the way, we should give credit to Brock Purdy. I know they they surround them with a nice safety blanket, but for yes. God's sakes, twelve in a row or twelve and one or twelve. Yep. If you count the one as a start, I guess in the in the playoffs. But that guy doesn't make mistakes, and we watch quarterbacks all day long make mistakes, right? And he doesn't make one. He doesn't have like four picked. Uh, passes that could be picks. So I hate to be positive about anything, but that guy's damn good. He won us over last year. Then he gets hurt. This year, wasn't sure. There was that Thursday night game when he had like two bad drives in a row. It was like, oh my God, okay. It's hitting mm-hmm. midnight for Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. And then he's been lights out ever since. And uh, Ethan Sherwood Strauss wrote a good piece about him. He was comparing him. He wrote it over the weekend. He was comparing him to Draymond Green and about how these guys that fall through the cracks and drafts and what are the reasons somebody falls through the cracks, right? And it's usually they overlook them because they're too small. Or in Draymond's case, it's like, what position is he? But he was saying in both of the cases, the decision-making is what makes him special. And mm-hmm. Collinsworth was talking about that during the game tonight. Like, Purdy has this ability just immediately to process what to do. And I was thinking about that piece as I was watching the game today. Not perfect. He'll get some balls batted down. Yeah. But the processing is exactly what they need. Because I was thinking about it, like there was always rumors Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. And if you put Mac Jones in that Niner system from day one, would he be mm. able to process stuff as fast as Purdy does? And I just don't think he would. I I know Purdy has way better everything. He's got better line, better weapons. But I think there's that one extra piece. Brady had it right away. You could see it in 2001. Just like, right. man, this guy just, he's moving fast. He sees it. He knows exactly what to do. He has it, and he doesn't lose. I The thing to me with the Niners is how long can they keep their three healthy? Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. 
can you get five months out of these guys? Well, we'd be thinking like week five, this was the peak. Whoa, the Niners, man. Remember when they were healthy? That team was the best team in the league. I just, if you're giving me the over under, if, if you're giving me two over under all three of those guys staying healthy through January, would you go over or under? You'd probably go under because the push. history would say, yeah, or push. Yeah. Could have made it fun, made it two and a half. But yeah, no, I'll go, I'll go push on or that. One I and think a half. it's probably two. Yeah. Yeah. Around one and a half or two. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'm glad you were somehow able to compare it to an NBA player. I was I was worried. You're like, I have a comparison. I was like, oh, that please, <laughs> that please let Ethan's it be comparison. NBA. Ethan oh, Ethan did it. Okay. Well, Draymond Green, <laughs> I don't know. What is is uh is Purdy expected to punch the kicker in the mouth? In <laughs> maybe the, maybe he'll graduate. Draymond mean? Draymond was a lot uh lot nicer <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah. Well, they have those three, and then there's the other three, Warner, Greenlaw, yeah. Bosa, you know, Hargrave oh now. And, I mean, Collinsworth went, oh, Bill, those guys are hungry for contact. They really are. He he loved those, you know, the defense. Yeah, By did. the way, he introduced uh, a new one, uh, pass routes. Pass <laughs> routes today. I got a lot of uh, notes about pass <laughs> routes. <laughs> He's got to warn us when he does that. But uh, they should. I was thinking, remember when Madden, they used to, what was the Madden award they would give in Thanksgiving? Like his turkey leg of the day or whatever oh, yeah, it was. Turducken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. turducken. Yeah. It should be the Collins gasm of the day, where it's like <laughs> handed, to, handed to a player that caused Collinsworth to have an orgasm on live TV. Tonight it was Fred Warner. It's like, yeah, oh Warner. my, Fred Warner. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Fred Warner. It's like, what can he do, Mike? What can he do? He, he disrupts every pass route. Will you will you pass the salt, sweetheart? I'm here at the end of the table. <laughs> I was thinking, I wish Collinsworth could talk to like like the ringer before uh like he he could do some sort of broadcast, but mm-hmm. talk about the ringer and be like, ah oh, man, we talked to they love this Kyle Creighton. They <laughs> love this guy. This guy, they think he could be the best producer in America. They <laughs> love this guy. <laughs> I think uh, we'll I, do it. I mean, he owes you. I mean, you had a write up about um about the comments on Collins. We love Collinsworth. Is there any we way do. we could say it's, it's would, out of love? It's all it's I know all it love seems negative. I feel bad, but I love it, and I would be very. What, upset what do you mean there I was a write up? What was the write up? You were in the New York Post about the Collins gasm or whatever you called it. Oh, we we love Collinsworth. I know. It's, I know. it's like Please. you make fun of the people you love. That's um, right. Also, people we hate, but yes, but not Collinsworth. <laughs> yeah. Fred Warner, what can't this guy do? I just, Mike, I've never seen anything like it. He is I, the best linebacker in the league, Mike. <laughs> By the way, clean up. But, uh, and the flip side of that is Dak Prescott, who I feel like I've defended as much as I can, but I, I feel like that guy has time to throw. We see, yeah, he does. you know, those one o'clock games are miserable for the most part, right? Like we're seeing 10 or 11 bad bad NFL quarterbacks, but the common denominator is a lot of them just don't have time to throw. Like, you yeah. can blame Dan Dimes all you want, but that guy has about a quarter of a second to throw, and only when he takes off is it going to be a positive play, really, on his own. That's not Prescott's thing. They protect him pretty well. It's just bad throws, bad decisions, and uh, not fit for January, that's for sure. Hey, you know, I felt, I've been on this corner for a while. I think yeah. he's he's good enough but not good enough. You know, he's good enough to make you think you might have a chance to be something, but there's there's some piece that's missing. You know what he reminds me of? I was thinking like a basketball player. Draymond Green? That, oh, no. No, that's somebody like you can, you know, he's the he's the best scorer on like a seven seed, but you know oh you're God, not you're winning like serious. three straight rounds. No, oh, okay. 
you know, <laughs> but like when we talked about best quarterbacks, he's clearly yeah. like one of the best 10 to 12, you know, right. he's, he's, I agree. He, he's in the top half of, of the position, but in a it's game so like tonight, you position. just, yeah. Hey, you just don't trust him. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you, you made fun of me when, in our fantasy league, I bid $2 on him and everybody laughed. And then I bid $3 on him. I outbid myself. Yeah, that was amazing. And you're like, well, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> I need that I did dollar love back. That. Um, so your team beat the New York teams in New England. Those are your three wins. <laughs> no. There's an outside chance you might be the good, bad team. <laughs> you expect us to beat Arizona? Yeah. Well, every year there's the good, bad team, right? And uh -huh. I'm, not, I'm not sure who the good, bad team. I was trying to figure out. I was thinking, is it? Could it be the Chargers or is it your team? But I'll the team take that it. it. It's got the word good it? in it. Yeah, it's got the word good in it. Uh, I'll take the good bad team. Uh, because the good the, bad team will go like 12 and 5 or 11 and 6, but you just don't take the win seriously because they never beat anybody. Well, you know, we play the Chargers next week, so maybe that's a good bad bowl. Oh, good that's in bowl? LA, right? That's basically that's a home game. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's a home game. Um, all right. We done with your team? Yeah, yeah, let's it? go to yours. Did we talk about the Niners enough? Because they're they're fucking no, they're excellent. They are. I don't see any holes like every in, in anything. Like they're, they're tough, and they greet a short pass. You're greeted immediately with contact, and uh, just tough through and through. And it's crazy that Trey Lance couldn't make it on this team. And then then you think, no, it is because Brock Purdy is good. It it just, it just all adds up to positive shit. It, it is one of those teams that you're watching and you're like, I thought we had a salary cap. I thought yeah. teams weren't supposed to be good at every position, but mm -hmm. somehow they are. And then McCaffrey trade, if the, if the season goes the way it seems like it's going, the McCaffrey trade could be an all-time trade. It really could. Oh, yeah. Like the way that, uh, you know, the Cowboy fans always talked about the Herschel Walker Herschel trade Walker. and how it paved the way. There's a lot more that happened than just the Herschel Walker trade, but it's one of the things. Mm -hmm. Um, on to my team. My team, yeah. um, my team is minus 76 with a one and four record. They've scored 55 points total. They have 10 turnovers this year. The 2016 Patriots had 11 turnovers the entire regular season. So they're one behind the 2016 Patriots for turnovers. I did my power poll mostly to see where I would put them. And I have them 30th. I think Carolina was 32nd and Denver is 31st because Denver's hmm. defense. You know, they've given up 181 points there. Right. Even the Jets can get to, you know, mid-high 20s against them. But New England, it's Carolina, Denver, New England, probably Chicago, maybe the Giants, maybe Arizona. I think there's six teams that are going to be in this Caleb Williams sweet stakes. And I, I, the question that I was texting my friends about today is just like, it's time, right? Like, they, if we're ever going to have a chance to get another franchise quarterback, this season seems like it's wide open. They have a really tough schedule. They've had injuries yeah. on defense already. They have the worst offense in the league other than maybe Carolina. And I can't think of a single reason why this team would think it has a chance to compete because mm. it's not going to be able to. They got absolutely annihilated by New Orleans today. Annihilated. The game was over immediately. Mac is unplayable. They have, I would say, one of the four worst lines in the league. They have no skill position guys you would write home about. And the defense got worse because of the injuries. I just don't see a path for them not to be like three and fourteen. So why not embrace it? Why yeah, not that's trade fine. a couple guys and try and try to bottom out? I think this is the year to do it. I'm with you, but 
you know, I mean, you, you just not, you don't want to say it's the coach. I mean, Dennis Allen came into your coach's house and stole his girlfriend while he was playing Miss Pac-Man. Like it, it was crazy that he just, I mean, that was, uh, that was my stay away on Ringer Wise guys today. I said, this is crazy. This is insane, guys. Patriots were embarrassed. Um, the Saints, who have trouble scoring just as much, are coming to Gillette. This is Dennis Allen against Belichick. And this is in the tic-tac zone. Like, it's fluctuating between minus one and plus one. And I think instead of doing a power poll, like, I was curious what you thought about as far as they, I feel like they have no identity, right? Like, so what percent of this team resembles the Brady team? I think last year you could have still said 40% or 30%. Now no, it's got to be I down don't. to almost zero. Like I don't zero. think you could have said it last year either because remember all the dumb sloppy shit that was happening last year. I I think uh, this is this is year five of dating I back to know. Brady's last season of like man this doesn't seem like a Belichick team. We've been saying that for five years. He's in his early seventies. You know, people. I've talked to a lot of people. I talked on my podcast on Thursday. I, I think this is his last year as coach. I felt that way before the game today, and I, I think for at least to coach the Patriots. I think this is going to be it. Someone think, else is going to take him? What does he think, offer to another I think team? Mayo is going to be the coach. They're either going to, yeah. he's going to retire or they'll fire him or he'll go to another team. He can't go However it plays else. out. Yeah. Um, the win total thing is really interesting though because everybody's like, he's going to hold on until the record. Yeah. Well, do the math. Shula has 347. It's, it's the regular season and the playoffs combined. That's what they're calling the record, which is interesting because it kind of favors the more modern coaches. But mm -hmm. Shula's 347. Belichick is 330. He's got 299 regular season and 31 playoffs. And the thinking is, well, he needs 18 more to pass Shula. That's a well, lot this now. team, this is a four-win team. So throw this year out. Now we got to hope like, oh, can it be a 10-year team? Even if you say he stays on the Pats, Right. It might be like another three and a half years, right? Like he's going to have to jump to another team. Here's the other thing, and I haven't heard anybody mention this. So Andy Reid is at 273. He is 57 behind Belichick right now. He's got 251 regular season, 20, 22 playoffs. And Five you think years, he's going to gain another 10 this year. So by the end of this year... He'll be like mid-30s away from Belichick. He's six years younger than him, and he's got Mahomes. He's going to go 12-5, 13-4 single year for the next four, plus two to four playoff wins. He's going to pass Belichick in five, six years. I think if Belichick wants that record, he also has to worry about the Andy Reid part, and it's not mm -hmm. going to happen in New England. Like I, I said Thursday, Chargers or Washington. Um, Chargers is where if you really want to keep the record and move it along. You got to attach to Justin Herbert. But from what the other owners have watched with this Pats team, you're like, oh yeah, my God, I don't know why we have a chance to get Belichick. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm looking as you say this at like, um, yeah, uh, Andy Reid's going to have a nice ending to his number if he should pass Shula. Shula himself, 11 and 5, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 9 and 7. So he didn't have the problem Belichick has of like, yeah. you know, three or four wins. It's like a baseball. Can I compare someone to baseball? But it's like a baseball player who's hitting 240 as a 38-year-old trying to stick around to get his 3,000. Right. He's like Miguel like Cabrera on the Tigers yeah, right. trying to just kind of hang on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be, he's in a division with Josh Allen. He's in a conference with Allen and Mahomes and Burrow and Herbert. Right. And the, the smart move would be to switch franchises heading into next season if he wants a record and try to do it that way. I... It's time for a divorce. And I, I guarantee Kraft wants to bottom out this year and get a top five pick. This is one of the best QB classes, probably yeah. like one of the three best of the century. 
Like, I was watching mm-hmm. Caleb Williams last night. That guy's fucking amazing. He you is. get that guy, it's like you're basically getting Mahomes. And that um, was a terrible Caleb Williams game, by the way, if you look at his stats. But the two touchdowns he scored, the one in he's overtime. Amazing. And, uh, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's nifty. electric football really player good. for and Drake May, and I know there's some other people that people like. Yeah, that, but let um, me ask you this. Would that would those guys take the Patriots to the play? Would Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes might take the Patriots to the playoffs. What other quarterbacks would take the Patriots to the... I know yeah, it's, it's fun to blame Mac Jones, but what other quarterbacks would take them to the playoffs this year? Like, that's just a piece I, of it, getting a I think what Herbert's, Herbert's Chargers team is not really any better or worse than the Pats. You think, like, Mike Williams is already out. Really? Eckler's played one game. Their defense sucks. Their coach is worse than Belichick, right? Yeah. And they went two and two, and you know they're probably going to be at least five hundred because he single handedly made them competitive. So I, I would put him on there. Um, I look at I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what happened to your team today. Three hundred and sixteen yards for the Saints. That's not even like. But but how do you lose thirty four nothing when your t- the other team scored had three hundred barely three hundred yards? The team's a, it's a turnover machine offensively and defensively. They lost their best cornerback and their best pass rusher. I think it being a home game was actually bad for them. The crowd got bummed out immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, it just went from bad to worse. Derek Carr started getting confidence. Kamara always kills them for some reason, but yeah, I think if you're going first coach fired, Mm. is Belichick one of the three coaches now? I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel like I'm going to get struck by lightning, but we're just talking about 2023. Like this is the reality of the situation. It's funny. You and I would always, we'd always go over this in the beginning of the year and he was always like a hundred to one. And I said, you know, he could get arrested for something. I mean, (laughs) it is evil. Yeah, he has to. There's always that factor. But yeah, now it's just on its merits. Iberflus is a would be the favorite right now. I haven't seen these numbers in a while though. There were rumors that if they lost that Thursday night game, he was going to get bounced because they had mm-hmm. uh, like ten days, but they won. Rivera, I think, is always in the yeah. mix, especially if you watch that Thursday game. Belichick and then Brandon Staley, I think, would be the other one. But I can't believe Belichick's even in that conversation. But I think the Andy Reid piece of it is really underrated because yeah, that's true. I hadn't looked that's, at that. That might be 70 to 75 wins for the next five years for him, just with being teamed up with Mahomes. On so do you team. think Belichick's looking at that like, uh, all right, you know what? I, I What does this matter? If my if my record, which is Shula's record, is going to be bounced in four years, what do I care? You know, I have to watch that as, a, as an 80-year-old happen. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's it. Maybe I think he Bell's cares. Small, I but, think he's like a historian hmm. of the game. Also, the the thing with Kraft, that can't be understated because the Brady thing was a huge, mm-hmm. you know, a huge thing between them. And Be- and Kraft wanted to take care of Brady and Belichick wanted to move on and thought he was an old player. And that became a, you know, pretty divisive thing that did not work out. All right, we're going to take a break and then talk about some really good storylines from today with the league zagged in a bunch of ways. So come right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about. 5 o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Quickly on the worst team thing. Do you have Carolina as the worst team or Denver or the Pats? 
if you had oh, to man. bet right now? Uh, Carolina, Denver, the Pats. I'm thinking of these offenses and Chicago? when I watch. Chicago, Denver. I think it's Carolina. I think they're the worst team. I might go Denver and I had them and I know you, uh, I made fun of you for taking the Jets and the teasing. You, you, you I mean, me. You interrupted the most popular uh, pregame show in the country to give us your teaser, which was the Jets and the over or the under? The over. I did the Jets and the over, yeah. teasing the over down to 37, the Jets plus eight and a half. I texted yeah. you guys. I thought you guys would like the like the spirit of the bet and <laughs> how smart it was. And instead, I was just ridiculed. How smart it was. You you did the Wilson versus Wilson uh, wallapalooza. I thought there were going to be points. I, th- I, I felt. I think that's why I, I. Then I would say Denver's the worst. I think there's nothing worse than a bad defense. Yeah, I think you can get lucky offensively. Although yeah, it is. T- it is so hard with some of these teams. It takes forever to move the ball, and then they turn the ball over. It's like, oh great, all right, they're not going to sniff the end zone or a field goal for another forty minutes of real time. You know, but Denver, yeah. Denver's the worst. So you think the Jets could have actually blown that game out? Because Wilson, they could have gotten three yeah. more at the end of the half. He forgot to spike it in time. He threw that terrible interception near the end of the game to Garrett Wilson when they challenged Sertan. Um, there was just I do in love general. It. I love it though. I love Wilson versus Wilson. It's like Gotti yeah. Ward, right? There's always it's always going to be entertaining. <laughs> Gotti Ward. That's you, you, that's the perfect. It's like yeah. bad Gotti Ward. Poor man, right. Gotti Ward. Like it's now, a lot of but, knockdowns. No, I want to see it three times a year. You think they should both <laughs> retire? You hate yourself for loving it. And the the interceptions are knockdowns. There were three. The strip sacks are low blows. Hackett and Peyton. I mean, leave all the players in there. Not just not just Wilson versus Wilson. Leave everybody in there. Um, and let's. I mean, need the quarterback threw for two hundred yards. It was an insane game. I thought Zach Wilson made some good plays. Like I do <laughs> think he's better than he was two weeks ago. He had. It's funny, right before he threw that interception on that drive to Wilson, yeah. he had this really nice like third and 10 or third and 11 where he stood in the pocket, he waited, he nailed the guy over the middle. And I was like, oh man, Zach right. Wilson, like that was a real play. Then he threw a pick like three plays later. Sean Payton, some of his stuff was so bad in this game that I actually was wondering if he was tanking because they have their own first round pick. Right. Like that, the Jets lost both of their corners at one point in the second half because... They right. lost uh, the other guy, and then Sauce went out. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the game. I have the Jets. I have the Jets in multiple bets. I'm like, oh, my God, the Jets are going to fucking lose because Russell Wilson is going to light up there. You know, they'd already lost Vera Tucker. They're mm-hmm. lo- they lo- have Both cornerbacks are out. And the Broncos come, and they immediately run the stupid reverse, and the guy fumbles. Yeah, gadget plays. Against, they, they're uh, running a, a gadget play. Like, this team has no cornerbacks. Like, you can't. Right. Nobody can get open, so... I wonder, like, they're one and four. The trade deadline's always early. And I think they're going to get proactive. They traded Randy Gregory last week, who's, you know, that whatever. He wasn't playing well. But I do think, I think they're going to trade a couple guys and try to bottom out. I think the Patriots should do the same thing. I think they should trade Kendrick Bourne and, um, you know, one of their safeties and one of their D linemen. Like, Like, gut the team. Bottom out. I don't even know what they get. I know, I would say, I don't know if this is tanking, but I at this point, I'm convinced that Peyton would rather do this without Russell Wilson. And I don't know if that means... Would well, you, you know, see how mad he was on that last yeah. strip sack? The, yeah. The cut to him, he was so disgusted. But he couldn't blame Russell Wilson for the Bears game, right? Because uh, Or yeah. for the for the Dolphins game, because they gave up 70, right? So this right. is now we're getting, getting back in the territory where you can blame Russ, where two cornerbacks are out and he can't throw over the top. Kind of thing. Well, their run defense last four games gave up 122, 350, 171, and 234. 
Jeez. Blessed for him. And that's awful. I, uh, I think Sean Payton's a good example of money's not everything unless you think money's everything. Mm-hmm. But he took the money. This was a money grab 100%. Mm-hmm. And you could say like, oh, Denver historic franchise bullshit. He took over a team that had no draft picks and a pretty barren roster. And, um, yeah, and because, uh, doesn't he seem like that? He also just seems like he's like from a college team coming from like a TCU after TCU's yeah. big year last year. And they call him like and he's completely lost in the NFL. Yeah. He was an NFL coach a couple of years ago and, and pretty good. Like what? I know you could lose your fastball, but that quickly just going from the, you know, you didn't step up a league. Agree. Brees Hall Thanks. was awesome in that game. Yeah. That was one of those. There were some fantasy guys this year. Brees Hall was one of them where it's like, eh, ACL, it's a two-year injury. No, it's not. He's fucking flying. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, my God. That guy might not. The Colts are going to suck. That guy might not play at all this year. What does he go for? Right. Oh, now he's back. Uh, Cooper Cup. Hamstring. He's going to the Mayo Clinic. He's flying mm-hmm. to Germany. He can't. Oh, he's back. Um, it go. It just goes to show you when there's these super devalued fantasy guys, it's probably worth rolling the dice when they're like, you know, high pedigree guys, right? Did you yeah. get any of those guys? I think so too. No, I got uh, Puka. I got Puka Cup. Puka Cup would be the greatest. You wide jumped in on Puka. On Puka, yeah. That He's one. unbelievable. But, uh, He's open. Yeah. We talk about this every week. He's always open. I, I know it doesn't it. matter. It's so weird. And Atwell's good too. Like all all those guys. I was I was surprised in that game. I don't know why. I just want uh, you know, I'm not rooting for the Eagles, which is probably why I want them to fall short. But they, um, you know, have to play them on. They they just smack everybody around. I mean, they, they held the Rams to zero in the second half. That's a damn good team. I thought well, you're watching that first quarter and you're thinking the Rams aren't as good, but this mm-hmm. is the perfect team to play the Eagles because the Eagles right. can't cover all this stuff over the middle. These little 10-yard pops, they're going to have this all day. The Eagles are in trouble. This is their weakness. By the second half, they corrected it. Hurts was awesome. What do you... Is Hurts, because Allen, I think he fell from the MVP thing. Uh, you want to guess? Have you looked at MVP? I, I, I did look. I, oh, because you looked. they Because right. they disappear, so I wanted to grab it. But you, I mean, you have Hurts at what, 12 to 1, and he's 6 now? Yeah, I thought Hurts might be the favorite. Mahomes is plus 350. He's the favorite. Two is second mm-hmm. at 5 to 1. Two wasn't even, I know they put up points, but I, I thought there was some shaky moments with them today. And then Hurts is 6 to 1. Mm-hmm. And I think Hertz is the one to watch in that category. Funny, Brock Purdy's up to seven to one, which is hilarious. Herbert is sixteen to one. Is but, he seventy uh, one? Purdy seven, seven to one, and McCaffrey's eighteen, huh? Yeah. Or did he go down? Wow. McCaffrey is twenty to one. Twenty. He was eighteen two hours ago. <laughs> what did they say? Didn't like. If I had to go long shot, I think Trevor Lawrence at twenty to one is interesting because. Oh come on. Well, I'm just saying long shot because we've only had five games. There's a ton yeah. of ton of football left. They and, finally uh, had a good offensive um, performance today. Well, they got their left that. tackle back. Yeah. Robinson, you know, I don't yeah. think that was nothing. And mm-hmm. today was the first day. Now it's London. Buffalo looked asleep. I actually woke up. You would have been proud of me. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I watched the entire game. Nice. And then I had it on the small TV watching you guys from 8 to 9 West Coast time. But I watched that whole game. And you could tell in the first quarter that Jacksonville was going to win. It yeah. just had a, they had a look to them. And Buffalo looked a little discombobulated, but um, there, you know, sometimes October, 
a team emerges every year where we all look at the team and we go, oh, okay, this they've decided to show up for the party. Mm-hmm. I think that's a logical team, especially in that division. Like Houston lost a tough one today at Atlanta, but Houston's pretty good, but it's hard to imagine them going nine and eight right. or 10 and seven. Tennessee's pretty limited. Indianapolis, Anthony Richardson's been hurt twice. Yeah. And it just feels like if Jacksonville can't go like 10 and seven and win that division with the team they have, that's embarrassing. Yeah. It's just no fun picking them, right? Going into the year, we wanted somebody else, but uh, you're right. But I think that game played out like we thought, right? I thought the intangible of, you know, Jacksonville being there an extra week would help them and Buffalo flying out after basically winning their Super Bowl, their September, October Super Bowl, beating the Dolphins. You know, partying and then flying out Friday for this game. You could tell exactly where the jet lag wore off in the fourth quarter. They woke up. The injuries are bad. They can't, they can't lose a major defender every week, right? Tredavious White last week, Milano out for the year now this week. So um, Milano was spectacular this season. Yeah. And it, like the, uh, Rich Eisen was announcing, he's like, Milano's on the cart and they have an air cast between his knee and his thigh. And I was right. like, oh no, that sounds awful. That's yeah, not, not a place, that's like place your upper it. leg. So anyway, he's done. They lost White last week. There's possible curse of the of the London game, but Buffalo was the hot team last week. That was mm-hmm. that was the dominant team to talk about. Allen MVP, Buffalo, what's different? Are they the best offense? That ended in a week. Usually we get like a month before the right. thing fades away. But um, you know, I think they're in trouble. If if Tua stays healthy. Um, the Miami has to be favored in that division, and yet are they favored? Yeah, they are. They're minus one thirty, and Buffalo is plus one thirty five. What's interesting, the AFC Miami's South, favored now. Miami's really? favored on Fanduel, my uh, minus one thirty. Um, wow, they got the head to head and everything. I got to look AFC at the AFC South. Jacksonville's oh, only minus one twenty, and that seems like a number to really? grab. Don't you really? think? Who would you take if you weren't taking Jacksonville in that division? I guess I would. Um, wait, wait a second. AFC South. Oh, yeah, you're Jacksonville right. Jacksonville minus 120, Tennessee mm. plus 380, Indy plus 410, and Houston plus 650. You know, you yeah. and I took Tennessee, right? In the plus 350 range yeah, or something. Alive. And I just don't put, see them putting two wins together in a row all, all year, right? It's such know. a weird squad. What sucked for them today was they actually like got a good Hopkins game. He's good. And he the reason solid. they lost it is that Colts, Minshew came in and they were still able to run the ball. And, you know, Minshew's right. better than at least five starting quarterbacks we watch. I mm-hmm. felt the same about Tyrod Taylor. I was like, I would take Tyrod Taylor on the Pats right now if we were trying to win. But, um, yeah, from a division champ thing, I think the AFC North is the hardest to figure out right now because Baltimore's plus 110, Cleveland's mm-hmm. plus 270, Pittsburgh's plus 460, and the Bengals are 5-1. to one. And you could talk yourself out of each of those teams. I think I would probably like Cleveland at plus 270 the most because of the yeah. defense. And I, I had them preseason too. But this Pittsburgh team, I mean, it's the same. This, their games are all the same. Like you're watching it and, it. and in the beginning, I'm like, all right, maybe this division isn't so great. If Baltimore is just going to run over everybody, you know, they're wiping yeah. them up. And, you know, Pittsburgh has like four first downs midway through the third quarter. And then it's like, wait, why is the score only 10-3? What's going on here? This, and, and, how, and then they'll get a safety and it's like, oh my God, they're down 10-5. They might do yeah. this. Meanwhile, they have two first downs. Right. It's like, oh, how, are they gonna, terrible. how are they going to cover but lose? Oh, 10-8. That sounds good. They're, you know, 12-8, whatever. But then it's the same shit. Like the quarterback screws up. Lamar throws that interception. Pickett has exactly one good drive in him. 
and yeah. they end up nine and eight at the end of the year. I don't know. Either, makes, he makes be one good awesome throw. Yeah, right. Dude, that throw to the touchdown to Pickens was like a Pickens. perfect 45-yard throw. Yeah. Um, I wrote down some Pittsburgh stats. They have five offensive touchdowns in five games. <laughs> they have zero rushing touchdowns. Zero. Mm. They're averaging 3.1 yards per carry. They have 87 first downs total. They're not at 100 first downs yet, five games in. Their next five weeks, bye week at the Rams, which will be a home game. That'll be all Steelers fans. Home Jacksonville, home Tennessee, home Green Bay. I had them to win not only the AFC North, but I like them as a one, one seed long shot. Oh, yeah. And right. after five games, I'm like, oh, my God, I was so wrong about Pittsburgh. They're three and two. Like They, they actually might have a chance to be like a... Yeah. Like a three seed, or you know, maybe even a two seed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen it's in that such division. A garbage three hour watch is the only thing, and I feel it's like so they're, bad. They're, they're effing with us too. It's like they're fire Canada cheers uh, throughout the game, and I feel like Tom one's like, I feel like the ownership's like, hey, Mike, if if you want to fire Matt Canada and put in a a serviceable offense that doesn't have three first downs every middle of every third quarter. He's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's more challenging this way. Let's yeah. do it this way. No, no, this <laughs> is part going. of our plan. We like, to, yeah, right. we like to lull the other team to sleep yeah. with our three and outs. Infuriate um, the fans and the betters. Yeah. It's weird because they're the perfect candidate to run the Joe Flacco 2014 Ravens offense of just mm-hmm. throwing it deep every four plays and trying to get a PI or something like that. I thought uh, that was a way worse game for Baltimore than it was a good win for Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh, great defense. TJ Watt yeah. was awesome. Hmm. But that was another one of those. Lamar has these games, right? He had that game a couple weeks ago where you're like, my God, that guy just single-handedly fucking won this game. That guy's right. amazing. Then right. he has the game today where you watch and you go, man, what the fuck, Lamar? Like, he was so bad in that game. He missed, wasn't just the two turnovers in the fourth quarter. Like That overthrows. He, Oh my God, he had one. Zay Flowers yep. was open by seven yards and he mm. threw it so badly that Zay Flowers had to stop. It was like watching a, an outfielder try to f- field a pop fly where the right. wind pulled it. He had to stop and pull it. I thought he was going to break his ACL. He was wide open by seven yards. But that would have been the game if I remember. Oh my or, God. Or, uh, basically, right? Yeah. Like Lamar, like he, the loss is on him. He was bad in that game. And that's like, you know, it, Lamar is a fun guy to argue about. How great is he? Does, should he be paid like all these other dudes? Mm-hmm. He has these stinkers where you're, you're just watching and going, man, what the fuck, Lamar? Yeah, right. Um, and then next week, he'll probably be awesome. Yeah. I, I, and you look at it, and especially when he's with that 10 a.m. slate or 1 p.m. slate for the East Coasters, like Lamar stands out as one of the best quarterbacks, right? right. Obviously, it's like, oh, Atlanta's having trouble moving the ball. They should have signed him. Um, who else has trouble? <laughs> the Giants. The, the Giants, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Carolina. any of these South teams, Carolina. Well, all bang, 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 all should have signed them. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this yeah, is this I was forget the game about where this. they had all their dudes come back. This is why right. the line went to Steelers plus mm-hmm. five and a half. Uh, the Square King Joe House was all over it. He sniffed it out. He, yeah, he it loved was good. The, uh, over. I have to mention my beloved coworker, Mallory Rubin, who I've been working with for 10 years, who I love dearly. Big Raven um, fan. Yep. Huge, huge Ravens fan. Even bigger Orioles fan. This mm. this Orioles oh. run, <laughs> you know, there's been like zero Orioles happiness really for the entire time she's been an adult or even a teenager. Yeah. And this Orioles team was the team. 
Fortier come from behind wins. Lamar is on a high. He's doing great. And it really just felt like October. This is going to be like Baltimore's month. And we go to today. Lamar nice. really stinks. The O's fall back, back uh, 0-2. I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, but um, I've been watching yeah. a lot of baseball playoffs. The playoffs have been, with the time Look clock, has been fantastic. Well, I nice. have these bets, too. I bet on a lot of the right teams somehow. But um, watching them against Texas, who has the worst bullpen ever, and it's just like, oh, Baltimore's going to come back. They've done this all year. And Chapman comes out, throws like mm-hmm. six balls in a row. You know, they're like, here it is. And they just, Texas got them. So now Texas is up 2 nothing. Anyway, the Not Baltimore fans are all-time yeah. rock bottom right now. So shout out to them. We know the pain. We, I talk about Patriots pain. I, I can say nothing about pain. My team won six Super Bowls. Like this is like, this Orioles thing, it's like 20 seasons rolled into one and they just shit the bed. And I, I don't know if this bye week is worth it. I'm sorry to talk about baseball, but when you have the, all this time off, um, I don't know. Like, it just feels like it's a little dangerous. Like I what happened to the great. Dodgers this weekend? Yeah, I know. But you know what? Everybody kind of deserves what they get here because, I, I, first of all, I love the three-day playoffs for those fringe teams, right? And it's it's like, great. If you lose that, it's too bad. You shouldn't have gotten a wild card. You should have won your division. And make sure the division you win is competitive, right? You're not, yeah. you know, the twi- twins advanced, but that would have been the case uh, there. So, all right. So now you're down in just three days and don't watch those games if you don't want. You're down to eight teams. Like it takes the NBA and NHL like two and a half weeks to get down to, to eight teams. No, it's and then, but the, what the Phillies did, and I know you have them, Raheem gave them out. And, and I like the Phillies over the Braves too, mainly because the NL team just collapses, but they got to keep their rotation intact because they won both their games. They didn't have to go to a game right. three. So it's very cool. But I think you're right. It doesn't, the bye doesn't help baseball players who are used to playing 13 out of 14 games days. Yeah. On the flip side, like with like the people making that case, like the Dodgers start Kershaw last night mm-hmm. because they've had bad luck with their starting pitchers. Um, right. Kershaw gets shelled that he's out in the first inning. And, you know, that's like maybe you shouldn't win a five-game series if your opening pitcher gets absolutely shut. Yeah. All right, we did a bit uh, baseball digression. I have uh, a couple more quick things for you. Did Joe Burrow fly to Germany and ask for the Kobe over the last <laughs> week? Because he looked like a different guy. He actually had, he was moving around. He scrambled. His, his throws had zip. This was like Joe Burrow was back. A week ago, it looked like he was going to just struggle through the whole year. I had him in fantasy. He was absolutely murdering one of my teams. Right. And now the same team, I scored 190 points today. But did did you feel like that was a completely different guy or was that yeah. just me? Yeah, he did. He looked dug in. And wait, wait, how far out are they on it? Wait a minute. What are the Ravens? Three and two? And the Bengals are two yeah, and three? The and Bengals the are ba- right in there. Yeah. Bengals are five to one to win the North? Yeah. Oh, you were never, we're never going to get that. I mean, it might just be as simple. He might have flown somewhere to get some kind of crazy shot, or maybe Jamar Chase was like, "No, I'm serious, dude. I'm wide fucking." Just throw it to me. Yeah, just just heave it. Even 192 yards. Yeah, right. Arizona, who I bet on, that was uh, me too. I I crushed this week in real life, and my losses were Arizona. The 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 clock hit midnight for them. It felt like, especially on defense, and I lost that. I, that Atlanta line, I bet it at Atlanta two Me and a too. half. I got 15, both. they're up three. They're driving. It's like, all right, put this away. Don't, 
don't kick the field goal to make this six, and then Houston's going to come back down, score a touchdown, right. and then you'll come back down and win by two. I was watching with a friend of mine. I was like, God <laughs> damn it. They're going to fuck this up. I'm not going to. And of course, they end up winning by two. Um, but yeah, the Cincy, that team did not exist in the first four weeks, and that's, you know, you got to be careful sometimes. with. The, I'm uh, writing that down, five to one. Because uh, yeah, that's a good one. What's the logic behind that? They still have to play. Oh, well, they I know they lost to the Ravens. Well, I'll say they lost well, to the Pittsburgh. counter would be Arizona. Lost to Cleveland. Arizona yeah. has kind of risen to the Arizona sea level. Like yeah. Dobbs finally looked like Josh Dobbs today. He had a oh, that interception awful before the half was, was just awful. Well, that but, was bad no. coaching. So, for the people who didn't see the game, Arizona gets this incredible goal line stand, mostly thanks to Zach Taylor. Mm. And, uh, and then they kind of panic, they run the tush push play in first down. And then second down, they have Dobbs throwing over the middle, which you're not supposed to do from your own end zone. Of course, the guy right. misses it, pick six, and it's this huge swing. They just needed to get to the half with the lead. I think they could have won the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had that's oh, I had some small ones for you. You know I don't say stuff like this lightly. And I might have even said this before, but Laporta really looks like Gronk sometimes to me. Ooh. Wow. And I, I, Gronk is the best tight end I've ever seen. And yeah. I'm not saying he's Gronk. But there's stuff he does as a tight end that I haven't seen since Gronk. Like you like the arm? You like speed. the muscular arms and the, well, and, he, and the he, pea brain? He, yeah. <laughs> he catches <laughs> passes in traffic. Yeah. He Guys bounce off him. Like Dragon he's just people. different. Like we had all these rookie tight ends. He's different. Mm-hmm. There's something about that dude. And that, that was one of the many reasons. We didn't talk about the Lions enough. You know, we knew they were going to beat Carolina. I had, I took their money line and I put them with like every bet I made today. Um, and I know, I know it was Carolina, but I'm so jealous of that Lions team after watching my team. First of all, that de- defense is solid, right? It's not just like a track meet there. You got Hendrickson making plays every, every time he's out there. They move the ball. They move. It's something to say. Like Jared Goff moves the ball. You don't have to wait nine minutes to get a field goal. Very uh, well his, coached. And they had Gibbs out, and they had uh, Mar St. Brown was out too. So uh, nothing really matters. So that's that's what really impressed me today because it was one of those spots where you take the team in a parlay or a teaser, and you're thinking, ah, oh, they'll beat Carolina, and then they have a couple injuries. No, no, they're fine. They're much better. And then you're watching the game, and they fall behind. You go, oh man, why did I bet on them when? St. Brown's out and Gibbs is out. I'm so fucking stupid. It mm. didn't matter that those guys were out. They were still moving the ball up and down the field. It's a really good team. I I was wrong on a few things this year, unfortunately for me. Um, Can we talk real Detroit's quick about the, biggest the, one. the one I was most wrong about, the Minnesota Vikings? I feel like we should hit that game a little bit. I mean, they... Well, uh, they were I, in it. I mean, they... Uh, you should have covered it, right? I know. I had a same game parlay with them. All they needed to do was to stay within seven and a half and uh, that to go over 54. And they pick up the flag. I've been screaming up to, about these refs who should be picking up the flag on pass interferences when the ball is so overthrown yeah. that it's uncatchable. This was a this was on their throne and they picked it up <laughs> for years. I've been I haven't seen it in a long, long time. And that was it. That was it. And Cousins is a wreck, too. He like all of a sudden has he ever played in that building before? He all of a sudden can't hear a thing. Like he's running around the line yeah, of scrimmage, like laterally down the line of scrimmage, holding his helmet. Well, Jefferson, I don't know how much of the second half he missed, but it was yeah. most of it. And for them to even have a chance to cover, the Chiefs just remind me of of uh, that Brady Patriot stretch where they were just kind of mm-hmm. 
they would get bored during games. And they knew they were going to win, but the other yeah. team would hang around and they would never cover. And it was always these games where like the backdoor cover was looming. And, mm. you know, I just, I, I still don't know. I can't tell the risk. I have a giant TV and can't tell what chiefs are. I still don't know the numbers. I don't, is that Sky Moore? Is that Valdez Scantling? I like none of the guys stand <laughs> out. None of yeah. them stand out in any way. It's just this interchangeable group of receivers that don't seem special or right. unique in any way. And then there's Kelsey, who it looked like he got hurt uh, for about five minutes there. And it was like, wow, if he goes down, what are they going to do? But yeah, bad um, news. I he still came out, like, scored wide open scores, by the way. Not not even, <laughs> nope, not right. bothering to cover him at all. I feel like that team can be had in the playoffs this year because of the receivers. Those guys aren't open. Yeah. And my, as great as Mahomes is, like you can, when we get to like January, I feel like that team could be beaten. Um, I'm always tricked into thinking they have a good running game now because Pacheco will uh, ultimately reel one right. off for like 15 or 20. But then I look at the stats. It's like, oh, that wasn't that great. Devin a chain versus CJ Stroud. Seems like that's going to be an unbelievable offensive rookie of the year battle. Oh, yeah. Lots of um, fun. Is it, is it up? Is, the, is he the fastest person you've ever seen on a football field? Because I used to think it was Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he had a I think run he today where faster. it just felt like he was on on some sort of video game where somebody mm-hmm. was like accelerating him or something. Twenty one point uh, seven miles per hour. That's uh, that is video game speed. Yeah, Stroud is plus one fifty. A chain is uh, four to one, and Puka is plus four fifty, and Bijan at six to one. Wow, can you? And Anthony okay. Richardson nine. It's a good crop. It really is. How can Puka not be the favorite when he's been absolutely lights out? Yeah. Every game. And CJ Stroud, I agree with it. Like CJ Stroud today, they Atlanta goes up by six. Falcons just need to stop. They're at home. The game's over. The crowd's pretty loud. And the Falcons, mm-hmm. I was impressed by them. I they're they're like one of those sideline teams we always talk about. Like they make a play and 20 guys on the sideline are jumping on the field and hitting yeah. helmets and just like super fire. Like it seems like they have really good chemistry. Um Desmond Ritter was very good today. He like, was really good. And that was like, we'll get one stop and we'll go home. And Stroud mm-hmm. took Houston right down the field and mm-hmm. got the go-ahead touchdown. I was really impressed. I, I think he's excellent. Cross-off teams, I have Carolina, New England, Denver. And I, I still think Chicago is a cross-off team, even though they beat Washington Thursday night. I, that team, If that team wins five games, I'd be amazed. Those Carolina, would be New four. England, Denver, Chicago. Yeah, um, and you and if I have to have a fifth one, I would probably take Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think those are the. Five. What are we talking about? That Arizona's not going to get a wild card. No. Yeah, that that's fine to have five. That's good. That's good. I have one la- one last question. Mm-hmm. Would the Jets have been like a top seven team if Rodgers didn't get hurt? Mm. If you just put Rodgers on that team this whole time. Are we talking about them as like the second best team in the AFC? Because I don't think we are because I don't think their defense is as good as whatever the hype for it is. Mm-hmm. They, I thought Denver was doing stuff on them for most of the game. They were running on them. Wilson was making plays on them. And anytime Denver screwed up, it was mostly based on their own incompetence or bad play calling or something. I just don't think the Jets defense is that good. Well, are you asking if they would be four and one or three and two? Because they're two and three. They could, they, they'd be three right, and so two of them. Give them the Pats win. Yeah. I don't know. They're either three and two they, or four I don't know if one. they beat the Cowboys. It's tough. It's a tough one. But, Maybe uh, not. 
I don't know. Uh, Maybe they would have played well enough that Dak would have rolled over like he rolled over tonight. Right. All right. Get better, Rogers. Got to get back in there. (laughs) All right. Let's take a break. We do guest lines. All right. Guess the lines. We have some buy teams this week. I did not write them down. Green Bay and Pittsburgh, only two. Oh, I like both of those teams. Yeah. Thursday night is a stinker. Yeah. Chiefs home for the Denver Broncos. And I think if the Broncos lose this, it is a fire sale. Uh huh. They're trading a bunch of guys on the team and they'll try to bottom out. If they don't lose this, if the Chiefs lose this, they should trade a bunch of guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they blow this. I mean, this is a three team teaser back in the day when we did these. This was mwah. Well, that, that'll depend on what this line is. I guess 12 and a half. Was I right? No, but you were close. I went, I said 14 and a half and uh, it's 10 and a half. Oh man, we're teasing this. What the hell? Why? What do they expect Denver? They're going to score 50 points. This, like they're going to score disgrace. 50 points. The Dolphins yeah. scored 70. They'll score 50. So I'm going to tease that right after we finish the podcast. I'm just going to okay. take 10 points and put that. Yeah, there's there's no way. That, how are the Chiefs going to score less than 40 points? Even that breaks my rule of don't bet Thursday night, but I'm yeah. betting that one. Well, that's the only way. If they're not up for it or they're not the three days rest. Now, the other thing is Kelsey, you know, not and nothing season threatening, but does he play on three days rest? Is he worth a point? I don't know. Oh, I think he's worth two points. I've read an article. I think maybe that's it then. Yeah. Somebody had an article. I apologize that I can't remember where I read it, but it was non QBs, how they affect the point spread. And he was the number one guy. It was like two points. I think it was Ben Folks. Uh, is that the, who wrote it? Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep. that was a good piece. Um, yeah, I like Jeff like that. And Jefferson, I think, is out. Yeah, well, we'll get to that, but uh, we'll see what, what that's worth with him questionable. All right. So the watchables. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I have four watchables, which is a lot. I, I was actually kind of excited we had that many watchables. Yeah. By the way, thanks to the NFL today for only having the six early games. It made it a lot easier to follow everything. Isn't it great? I mean, of God, course they damn. went back to they went back to eight because there's only two bye teams. But there shouldn't when there's a Sunday morning game, there should only be seven at most. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, no, there are seven. I'm sorry, I counted that morning game. Six there was great, perfect number. Yeah. Yep, the watchables. Baltimore is at Tennessee. These games are always fun. Well, that's in London. You see? Oh, God damn it. My, <laughs> is that my first guess the line screw? That is. That's it. We oh, got two, man. two London games without oh, you screwing it up. Come on. <laughs> or maybe Germany. I don't know. I think it's London, right? So, so it's in Europe. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's fine. You're going to be God, okay. I was doing so well this year. You don't lose All a right. point for that. You know what? I'm only going to add I'm only going to add a half point to my guess. I'm going to say Ravens by three and a half against the Oh, uh, that's what I said. It is four. That's okay. exactly what I said. Three and a half. Wait, I want to make sure this is in London and not not that it affects the uh it's No, London, I think right? it is in London. Yeah, I think you're the right. The Patriots are the only or uh okay. All right. I think Kurt Warner is a good color guy on the TV games. Yeah. He's solid, right? Yeah, we don't have a lot of good color guys. So when you have mm. a good one, it makes you sad that they don't do more games. I think he's smart. I like the stuff he said. He did a good job. 
Well, he Bengal. he uh, he flies um, coach, and they like to save the money uh, to these London games. So that's why they threw him in initially. But he does do good. Now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually would have believed that. That was like a religious <laughs> thing. Um, Bengals are home for the Seahawks. This is a really fun game because yeah, we're going to find out: are the Bengals rejuvenated? Mm-hmm. And I think the Seahawks are absolutely entertaining. Witherspoon was the big. Monday Night Hero last week and right. vaulted into the rookie race. But I like watching them. I like watching Pete Carroll. Uh, they're as good as I think we thought they were going to be. I, I had the over for them. I thought they were a playoff team. And this will be a nice test for both teams. I have Bengals by two and a half at home. All right, you get it. I had two and it's three. And this is what, the fourth week in a row? They're a three-point favorite, mm-hmm. right? Like Tennessee, they were two and a half, three. Arizona, they were two and a half, three. This game... There was another one before that. There was oh the Rams that Monday night game. They were two and a half three. They're just effing with us here. What do you, you know? Where, where's your lean here? I think that line goes down. Mm. Don't you think? I think that ends at two or two and a half. I don't think that stays at three because Seahawks are good and they can move the ball. I did something a million dollar picks because I really want to take the Niners for the Sunday night game, and the Smart. line was three and a half. And that extra half point psychs you out. And I went back and I looked at all the three and a half lines this year. And each time, blowouts. If you just said, "Screw it," I, I just like this team. I don't care about the half point. I'm laying it, doing it. And each time it it hit. So I was caught. I think that's. I'm going to call those a chest hair game. You just got to pop some chest, pop some chest hairs on, <laughs> and lay the extra half point. You could have <laughs> gotten some a little Belbon and some chest hair. <laughs> And ha- right. have some whiskey and uh, <laughs> maybe have a Marlboro Red and just lay that half point. Be a man. You could have gone so, dirtier than that, though, but I like that. All right, chest hair. Chest hair game. game. Yeah. Pop some pubes. What are you, how dirty you want me to go? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, pubes no, game? No. Nah, I don't think that has the same ring. Uh, chest hair game. You got it. Jaguars are home for the Colts. I don't know about Richardson. Seems like he's hurt. And they didn't care. They don't care what the line. It doesn't seem right. like it matters. Yeah. I have this in the Vegas zone. I think it's Jags by five and a half. Um, do I get it? Yes. It's four and a half. I said four. Okay. By the way, you know, it's one thing if you have to take play in London two weeks and like, you know, Atlanta didn't take their buy after London, but don't you take your buy after two weeks in London? If yeah, you're that's Jacksonville? Weird. What are they waiting for? That's a weird one. It's a good point. I remember when we went to Europe for the Olympics in 2012 for like four and a half weeks. You're still not over it. Yeah. Yeah. It it took like, I'm not kidding, like a month. It was like, (laughs) it was, my kids were screwed up. We were up at weird hours. Like we were like, we're never going back there. I'm surprised Um, they didn't demand that they take their buy. Last watchable. Another good one. I can't believe Jags Colts is a watchable. And then B, you didn't complain that it was an AFC South game. I think you're coming around in the AFC South. Complain? Why? I just want to I don't want to talk AFC about South. it. I know. I just want you to give your offer your line and me, and then we just move on. And I'll make a right. comment I about London. I'm pro AFC South. <laughs> Last one, Lions at Tampa. And I'm going to hit this one exactly. This is going to be Lions by three and a half in Tampa Bay. Um... Why can't I find this? Oh, because it's a later. Uh, I said three, and it is currently three. It's not three and a half? I get that. No, no. Look, you could look. No, I believe you. Yeah. It's three. Three. 
Three is well, a they're bargain. both. Well, Tampa's three and one. Detroit's four and one. Yeah. Now that we praise Detroit, watch them lose this dumb game. I think they rested those two guys because they had that Bucks game coming up. Because mm-hmm. the Bucks, you know. Oh, maybe better team. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Bucks rested everyone because they've been off awful week. That line's gonna. That line's gonna climb. Market time. Wait, you don't Fair. have San Francisco, Cleveland in the watchables? Oh, you know what? I missed it because I'm doing a bad job hosting my own podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> that was supposed to be the Sunday marquee game. 49ers-Browns. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kyle, don't edit this. I want Such pe- a dip. <laughs> I, want people, I want people to uh, to to see, like, even the greats can fall apart It's sometimes. not easy. It's not. It really isn't reading reading teams. Re- say, to read a document that's in order. And that's on a list. It. Yeah. Kyle, um, edit out my guess for this because I was, <laughs> I was way off. But go, what do you think for this? So, Sunday marquee game, 49ers at the Browns. Mm-hmm. And I have the 49ers by four. Really? You're what right. You You're right. I said five. It's three and a half. Uh, this is the that. rat game. Rat, rat, rat. Browns have an incredible defense. Mm-hmm. And they're coming off a bye week. And they're going to have Deshaun back. And this right. is, we're going to learn a lot about Brock Purdy in this game. Wow. This, uh, this is, there's going to be a crazy crowd outdoors, mm-hmm. a really, really good defense. And it's going to be a hard hitting game. Yeah. If you had say over under Niners leaving the field, being helped off star oh. players on the team. Now, this yeah. is like a game I would be nervous about if I was a Niner game. Like the, the well, Debo I'll tell McCaffrey you kiddo, like this is the type of game where somebody gets hurt. A couple of them. Yeah. I'll say this um, October 8th. So that game is October 15th. It is going to rain hard on October 15th. That's what I see in this game. Right, a muddy, sloppy game that the 49ers are up six nothing mm. and lose seven six. And so I hope nobody's getting married in Cleveland uh, area on October fifteenth because I'm telling you it's going to rain. I'm looking up the weather right now. Cleveland weather monsoon. Monsoon. So this is the kind of stuff. Oh, you fucking called it. It's Did raining I really? from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Rain, Cleveland. Swear, swear, my great kids. job. Even the ones I I don't like. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I did not look. Wow, I kind of like the Browns. Ugh. That fits my smoke theory, because this week's going to be all the blown smoke about the about the Browns, Forty Niners. Right? Oh, the Browns. The, oh, the I mean, I'm sorry, way. the 49ers. Yeah. About oh my God, how are they doing it? Can they go 17 and 0? Brock Purdy. Yeah. Well, we just did it. We just Shanahan. did it for 20 minutes. I yeah. know, but this yeah. is this is da- a danger spot for them. Mm-hmm. Fairly watchable. As I have four. Next week is a really good football week. Vikings Bears. In Chicago, this is in a, it's a it's a fairly watchable. These are two these are two train wreck teams. I'm excited to watch this. Uh, whoever loses is officially done for the year, and I think the Vikings are going to be favored by two and a half. When you say fairly watchable, do you mean like YouTube TV offers it in one of the four in a bunch of the four block boxes? So you're going to pass by it a few times, but it's fairly why it's fairly watchable because you have it's fairly watchable. To it. Yeah, it's a fairly watchable game. <laughs> Uh, I get this, I think. I said three. It's three and a half. Let's see if it changed. Oh, no, it's still that's, three. That's too high. Well, now it's three. I got it exactly. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Are you beating me again? Um, it is It is four to four. Texans Saints is in Houston. And this is another one. I they, You could talk me into this being a watchable just because we'll find out about both of these teams after mm-hmm. this game, whether there's playoff potential for either of them. 
I have Texans by two and a half. Texans by two and a half. No, yeah. I had New Orleans by one. It's New Orleans by two and a half. Ah, uh, that's a mistake. Well, they buried. Yeah, I, they're not giving Texans a lot of credit. Although I don't know, Atlanta wasn't even a full three against the Texans. Can I remind you that last week? Yeah, I was five points off the Jets Broncos line. I know. I was thinking and about the Jets today. one. You're right. I said the Jets should be favored by two and a half, and it was Broncos by two and a half. And in this mm-hmm. one, the Texans should be favored. Because right, people it. are going to think the Saints are good because of that Pats game, but the Pats, mm-hmm. immediately, they lost the game. The Saints got to play with the lead. The Pats' defense kind of rolled over eventually, and the Saints look better than they are. I think the Texans can beat the Saints. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I like the Texans on a teaser. I just I think it's yeah. a one-score oh, game. Yeah, take them eight and a half. I like it. Yeah. Next fairly watchable is Rams Cardinals. I didn't have the heart to put this in the poop fecta because I like wow. watching the Rams. I think the Rams have been really entertaining this year. I'm gonna give them some sort of award. <laughs> you have a great tolerance for what what's fairly watchable. They have a fairly Cardinals. watchable team every week. I have a Vegas zone for this. Rams by four and a half. I said five and a half. It's six. Ooh. Here we go, Simmons. Here we go. Oh, they're staying undefeated. They're begging you to tease the Rams. Yeah, they are. And I'm not going to do it. I thought you said Dobbs was done. The clock struck midnight. I just said he was saying. bad today. It looked like clock struck midnight, but... Yeah. It's usually that way, I mean, f- fairy tale go, gets, go sideways. But. The thing I missed on that game that I regret is that that was like a Super Bowl for the Bengals. Like, they kind of had to have that game. Right. That right, wasn't right, your right. typical, oh, we're going to Arizona, we're going to beat him. That was like, our whole season is on the line and Joe Burrow... Are you? We just gave you all this money. Are you going to show up this season or not? Like there was a mm-hmm. lot of shit going on in that game. Last fairly watchable Eagles Jets. Zach Wilson is a fairly watchable. Is the basement for him? He betting on Zach Wilson. <laughs> I made this joke a million dollar picks. I've never tried cocaine, but I imagine it's what cocaine feels like. You're just riding the dragon with Zach for three <laughs> hours. Man, is it exciting! You just never know what's going to happen. Is it going to turn the ball over? Is it going to be a fun throw? It's like watching your kid play yeah. uh, play football. It's really magnificent. Um, I have the Eagles favored by four at the Jets. Oh, wow, Simmons. I said seven for the 5-0 and o Eagles to beat the Jets, and it's six. So I get that. Come on. Well, you know, come on. You don't like the Jets that much. I don't know. It'll be the similar Jets. to the Rams game, won't it? I mean, I guess one of these weeks the the Eagles could the let Jets down. Jets have some good players, man. Yeah, like, are they going to be able to throw? Yeah, you're right. I guess are they going to be three and three, or are you just like them to cover? No, nah, they should. The Eagles should win this game. I should have <laughs> said higher. You're right. That was a dumb guess. Right. Poop factor. Three games. Raiders Pats in Vegas is an abomination of a game, and. I think it says something about this Pats season that I'm going to go over three with the guests. I'm going to say Raiders by three and a half over the Pats. Um, I said three and it's two and a half. So who get? I get that. Oh my that. God, I'm getting fucking oh, killed. Whitewash there. Yeah. I have, a big, I have a big miss coming up. Uh, How are the Raiders not favored by three? Like what Boston fans are going to this game? They might actually have like a real home field advantage this game. People are like, oh, Is, yeah, I'm flying to Vegas to see the Pats go one and five. Mm-hmm. Is there any to boo Mac Jones? Well, 
Is there any part of, uh, hey, I know this, our defense stinks. This is Belichick talking. I know it sounds just like him. But you got to put Jimmy G down. This is a grudge. It's between me and Jimmy G. And I don't know what you think of me as a coach. But <laughs> you got to go, go at his legs. got to do this for me. Mm. Sweep it. Falcons, Washington. This is in Atlanta. And I think the Falcons are favored by three. Yeah, I said three also. It's two and a half unless it moves. Nope, two and a half. All right. Did you just win the week? I think I did, buddy. I don't want to say it. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. I mean, you would. Listen, you the, Lions, the Lions might be a one seed and you might win guess the Lions this season. <laughs> it's fucking miraculous. Dolphins home for the Panthers. Yeah. Oof. I, I thought about going into the 15s with this. Mm-hmm. And I settled on Dolphins by 13 and a half. You get it. I said 13. It's 14. Mm. You get that one. Five. Okay. Two left. So you clinched already? Yeah. Look, I don't know why you keep asking. You I'm want just it to asking. Hurt more? I, one, well, two, I three, four, five, do six. Do I take my starters out? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's nine to six, and there's two left, right? Fine. <laughs> Sunday night. Bill. Can they flex this? They could flex this, right? Get this out of there. Well, Danny Dimes looks like he's out, right? And he might have yeah. the same neck injury he had a couple of years ago and they shut him down. Yeah. They, but they, then Tyrod Taylor is going to be in. I'm not positive that's much of a difference. Barkley could come back and their whole season's on the line. I have uh, Bills by 12 and a half. Yeah, I was way off. I said 11. It's 14 and a half. Hmm. It's too high. So the Giants will be one and five, and the Bills will be back on track at four and two. And all is good. If you're the Bills, you're flying to London. That's five hours. Like, how is that worse than going to like Seattle? It's the yeah, same that's distance. true. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Like, oh my God, London hangover. It's a five hour flight. Right. Monday night. You're oh boy. fucking weirdo team. The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. In L.A. to play the Chargers. I'm going to say 75% Cowboy fans. Yeah, that's probably a good number. Chargers by one. Chargers by one. You asshole. I said Cowboys by three. It's a Cowboys by two and a half. Chargers by one. It's a home game for Dallas. After a loss. After a loss. Suck. Come on. Just got your ass handed to you. Why? Everybody loves the Chargers. They're, they're gonna, I don't like the Chargers. I haven't bet on them. I bet against them every almost every week. They're going to have three fans just, and five turnovers. Like what? They're used every, to playing on the road in their own stadium. Yeah. That's another reason know. why Belichick would be fun for them. At least they would be like, oh my God, Bill Belichick's the Chargers coach. Right? Would you, I mean, would you hire Belichick in any capacity at this point? I don't know. <laughs> They're so, they've been so badly coached. Maybe it's done. We, we, uh, let's announce what nephew Kyle told us before the show. Yeah, Kyle, you got to come on. Kyle, will you come on? I know <laughs> I know. you save your face for Rosillo, but every once in a while we need you. There he is. He's a handsome kid. Come on. I don't see him. He's, he's putting some pants on. There you go. All right. He's put, putting his shirt on. <laughs> 
Kyle, tell tell the audience what you told us about Pat's jerseys. Uh, I'm I'm done wearing Pat's jerseys out in public for this season. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I told Sal I'm I'm going to move to to hats, and then that that's not even going to stay really. If this gets, I'll, I maybe we'll do socks or something under some jeans, but uh, the jersey is not happening anymore. So is it like a <laughs> Like a heckling? Like what's going on? I'm just embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to be out and about in in a Patriots jersey at this point in the season, and uh, it's a lot of games left. So I'm gonna uh, we'll go to hats, a little more understated, and then um, if it get, maybe we'll we'll transition to like a, a sock or like a belt buckle or something. Maybe nothing. I don't know. Wow. But uh, should we're, we we're auction off? Should we auction off your Pat's jerseys for charity? my Jack Jones jerseys, my Panda Jack yeah. jersey? <laughs> Game worn cigarette burns. <laughs> What the hell could you get for a Jack Jones? I, you know, uh, this is a big, this is a big moment because a lot of people would swear off jerseys, you know, 34, nothing. You're, you're like, all right, I'm done. Right. That's it. I'm done with jerseys. A lot of people would have taken the opportunity to swear them off when they turned 19 years old. (laughs) It's true. Or when they got married. (laughs) Something bigger like that. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Love being out with you guys. I love you, Kyle. Kyle's got the man show poster. Oh, I love him. Kyle. Look at him. Come on. Love being out with you guys. Thanks. Kyle. <laughs> Sal wore our his team team's... sucked. It's our team suck. Come on. Sal yeah. wore his team's jersey. They they his team went seven and nine for like fifteen straight years. And he still wore a Cowboys jersey out there all the time. Right. Nope. Seven right. and nine would be a dream at this point, but I don't think that's <laughs> just gonna happen. Man. Sal, <laughs> Poor I texted Jack you. Jones. Yeah. I texted you two weeks ago and told you that we had to do the under for the season on the Pats, which was still seven and a half. Yeah, you're right. I don't even and think it was, it was two, like two weeks minus ago, was 150 it? or something like that. And I was like, there's no fucking way in hell they're going eight and nine. We should bet on this. I don't care if it's my own team. I bet against them in real life today. Like, if my team's going to suck, I'm going to bet against them. Yeah. Like, well, if, what I, is if it? I know they're hopeless, like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I bet against the 2004 USA basketball team. Mm-hmm. Like if right, you're so not, if you're gonna have substandards, I'm not betting on you. I mean, I, I'm not I, betting against. I, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with throwing jerseys away. If you're if put your money where your mouth is, minus fifteen hundred to not make the playoffs. So that's one hundred and fifty million dollars to win what <laughs> thirty five cents something. I don't what, know. Do it. What what's their? Oh, they don't have the over under. I don't think they have them wins? all, but it could, it's probably six and a half still. Well, did you see on FanDuel they have last undefeated team? Philly yeah. minus 125, San Francisco minus 105. That's a fun bet. I thought I the Eagles a, had an easier easier schedule when I looked, but I'm not Oh, I'm here's not sure here's one that I, I looked at. The yeah. Pats were 10 to 1 for worst record. Oh. Carolina is plus 280. Cards are plus 390. Bears 5 to 1. Giants 7 to 1. Broncos 9 to 1. Pats 10 to 1. And those Pats odds are way off. So what is worst record? Three or four wins this year? I think it's three and 14. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't, I don't yeah, think anyone's yeah. going two and 15 this year. You don't think you'll win more than two games the rest of the year? They have a hard schedule. Oh, man. I mean, they, they I think, play Buffalo twice. They have a bunch of big-ass games left. Wait, let's see who. who uh, let's look at it real quick. You want to go so, through it? Yeah, because you would, you would torture me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just want to see if, who they're favored against the rest of the year. All right, let's do um, that. Let's see. All right, go through their at, schedule at and Raiders, tell me it. at Raiders. So they're favored in that game, which they shouldn't be. Okay. Uh, home for home the Bills. Buffalo. No. Uh, at the Dolphins. No. Home for right. the Commanders. 
probably. Yeah, right? Uh, cult, I guess. Cult, home for the Colts? No, it's in Germany. Oh, uh, that's in Germany, right? November. 20th. They'll be favored. All right. Uh, at the Giants. Oh, my God. So that's yeah, a possible win. Um, home and then, for but your, look at the last six Chargers at Pittsburgh, home KC, at Denver, at Buffalo, home Jets. That Denver game in week 16 at Denver, which is mm. on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa might not even come down the chimney for this. <laughs> um, that could decide worst record. Yeah, you're right. I think they need the three wins going into that six game stretch. You're probably right. Carolina's 0 5, and they have, they're at Miami next week. So they're going to be 0 6 by week. But then they have Houston and Indy at home. They're at Chicago. They're at Tennessee. They're at Tampa, at New Orleans. They're home Atlanta, home Green Bay, at Jacksonville, home Tampa Bay. Like they have, they could get to three, four wins. Their defense isn't bad. Like Detroit made them look bad today, but yeah. Um, Wait, which way are we arguing now? Yeah, they. they I think well, I'm trying to think if it's Carolina, yeah. Denver, and New England, and if Carolina is at like three wins, and New England and Denver are both two and thirteen heading probably into week have to 16. split it a little bit. The ten to one, you might split. There might be a couple teams at three wins, right? If you got there, but uh, but but I didn't even look at that though. December twenty fourth, that really could be Belichick's last game. If they lose to the Broncos and they're as bad as continue a Christmas Eve firing, yeah, Kraft that's dressed like be Santa, it. or he just leaves. They'll they'll never be, announce he's fired, right? It'll just be that he left. I think Carolina plus two eighty is the best bet, but. The case against it is they don't have their pick. So Chicago has their pick. So they have no incentive at all to shut things down, trade guys Mm -hmm. like so. And you don't want to end up with the first pick and then give it away. So they're going to be like fighting like hell. So Mm -hmm. that's why I would say Denver and New England would be the best bets. The Giants have too much talent to have the worst record. I know they've looked like shit, but they have some good players. Yeah. And the Bears will have like three games where they do what they did Thursday night. You just don't know, like, who's going to be quarterback for these teams. Like, the, uh, you don't know who's going to be your quarterback in five weeks, or Denver, or the Giants. Yeah, Bears, but Denver you... at least has Stidham. He's better than anybody yeah. we have. Yeah, I guess so. It's like, wait, did you see Zappy? Zappy came in today and just immediately was sailing passes over you wide open receivers. Said you used we, to love that guy. You adored him. I don't know how many wide open receivers were just openly missed by Pat's quarterbacks today, but it was nine to ten. Mm-hmm. I would say. Have you done uh, basketball homework? Not yet. I'm ready uh, Friday. We have a hockey uh, preview podcast, which I know you won't care about tomorrow. But yeah. hey, I got to say, hockey could have started a month later for me. <laughs> it's not early. No, it's a, it's going to be a fun year. I, I like your uh, I like your Bruins. I'm going to surprise everyone. 16 to one to win the cup. Come back under the radar here. Yep. Wow. Not expected. Well, the, they have a a transcendent guy, so they fit that right. for Yep. All right. Uh, let's do parent corner. Today's parent corner is brought to you by Columbia Sportswear, makers of the Omni Heat Infinity Collection. With tiny gold dots that reflect your body heat, Omni Heat Infinity delivers instant warmth without compromising breathability. Cold outside, gold inside. With Columbia's Omni Heat Infinity Collection. Go out anyway. Learn more at Columbia.com slash infinity. All right, Sal, what do you got? All right, so uh, my kid's on a travel baseball team, and so we have a tournament every Saturday. And it's always 
the location's always between an hour and an hour and a half away. And, you know, so when we're driving out there, we pass, we pass, we pass 150 fields and it's like, oh God, why couldn't we have played here? Why couldn't we have played here? You know, it's nine-year-old baseball. But so Thursday nights, the schedules come out and the Mm. wife and I wait up like expected parents eager to find out what the schedule is. So ideally, if you have two games on a Saturday, right, and it's an hour away and they got to be there an hour before for practice, we like it to be like 11 and one, right? Yeah. Don't have to wake up super early, get there by 10, right? You're Worst done. case scenario is eight o'clock. Exactly. Right. That's bad. Another one, bad one, 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. That's what mm. we got. And we get that news and it's in Lake Forest. It's 48 miles away. And it's 91 freaking degrees at 6 p.m. And so there's two games and then there's more on Sunday. But for Saturday, we get Mercy 13 to 2. And my kid makes a really good catch in the infield. He ranges to his right. And uh, big deal. They lost 13 to 2. And they only had one at bat. And he takes a strike. And then he fouls one off. And then he gets some chin music. He's knocked off his feet. And uh, like all the parents are like, ooh. And I say to my wife, now it's one and two. And I said, watch this. Harrison is spooked now. And this this kid, this pitcher is smart. Um, Harrison's now like six inches further from the plate, right? Because he's now nervous about getting hit. I said, this, this pitcher's smart. He's going to put it right on the outside corner. Sure enough, there it is. Called strike three. And I'm pissed. And because I'm a dick between games, I say to him, I said, hey, which I think this is reassuring. I said, hey, we didn't drive an hour and 15 minutes to melt in the heat to watch <laughs> you strike out looking. <laughs> and he looks at me. That's a nice thing for a father to say, right? And he yeah. says... Yeah, I swear. I mean, he says, did you drive an hour and 15 minutes in the heat to watch me make a great play at shortstop? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I really didn't know what to say. So I turned around. I walked to the concession stand and bought barbecue corn nuts and a Diet Coke. And that was it. <laughs> and these kids are just too smart. <laughs> and I didn't drive to see him make a good play at shortstop. Lost 13 to 2. It's That's funny. It. The, the original seats of Parent Corner were me telling stories about how far I had to go to yell at my daughter when she was yeah. playing soccer and what the, where the lines were. And now you're reliving it it's basically the same, the same age in baseball. Yeah. And yeah. all, all the advice you learned eventually is like negative feedback is just not helpful. But when, when they're that age, you just can't help it. You just want to like bang it in their heads. Like, Hey, this was stupid. Here's what you should do instead. And it always backfires. Weren't there terrible, weren't there fathers that were not really like Richard Williams? He was always like, okay, sweetheart, uh, approach the net now. Why weren't there like hard-headed fathers that had successful kids, athletes? I don't know. My daughter, yeah, my daughter's take now is that I was too over the top early on, but then I became a really good sideline dad. Really? But she said the first couple of years I was like too into it. And I think she's probably right. And I would get, yeah. I'd be, like be mad on the way home if she didn't play well and shit like that. Does she, you think she talks to other kids so that she has something to compare it to or she's just basing it on, this is how yeah, I feel? Pro- I don't know. Probably basing it on whatever. Yeah. I think you mm-hmm. can definitely do way more damage than good as a parent though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing. Okay. Like now, well, I what I've learned, to do that. Yeah. at least what I've tried to do with Ben in football is just be positive. Yeah. You'd be like, oh man, you fucking whiffed on that tackle in the second quarter. You gotta <laughs> put your head down. Like, it's just not gonna go well. He's gonna tell me to F off. Football, um, I feel like I'm having just too much fun watching them, you know? So I was like, all right, I don't want to ruin this. Don't let your coach coach that. But right. Baseball's long drives. 
I went back. Uh, I went back to see my kid. Oh yeah. On uh, I was in New York for Spotify stuff, and then I took the Amtrak on mm-hmm. Thursday, which was great. I hadn't been on the Amtrak in like ten years. Little Wi-Fi. I was watching Chicago, Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Went back to Boston, and Zoe had a game on Friday, and she's been. The season started. She hurt her hamstring. And each time it got better, she reheard it. And one of the things I was thinking was like when you your kid's an athlete and they start getting the injuries you read about and hear about every day, for like for us when we follow sports, where it's like, oh, Justin Jefferson, you pulled a hamstring, like, get back out there, Justin. Mm-hmm. And then you actually see it in real time, how fucking annoying these injuries are. Yeah. You know, where it's like, she's this hamstring. There's literally no way it gets better other than a rest. So it's like, all right, am I just not gonna play sports for four weeks or do I try to play and hope I don't re-injure it? Goes out there, gets need in the hamstring, setback. Mm-hmm. Um, like a week later, she's running. Somebody steps on her foot, pulls it again. So it's just right. sore, but it finally started getting better. And she played on Friday, went to the game. And um, her roommate, there was this play. Her roommate goes down the right side. Zoe's in, crosses it. Zoe puts it in. It was a really good goal. It was her first nice. goal. And, uh, and it was also her roommate. It was really cool. And, uh, and then she ran back up and it, like the play was starting again and she looked over at me like to see, like for my approval, like when she, when she was like seven and she That's looked correct. at me and I gave her the fist pump and then she gave me like the point in the nod. I was like, this is just like when we was at AYSO. What a nice It's so moment. funny. Like she's yeah. like almost 18 and a half, but it was cool. So I got to, uh. Got to see her first college goal. So hopefully she can stay healthy because I think what, what a difference of two play. stories that is. What I, mean, I know. You're great, great guy. You fly 3,000 miles. I'm complaining about driving an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. I, I got some work to do. <laughs> it's fun. The college soccer, like everybody's good. It's just fun to watch. Um, there was this one moment though in the second half where this girl on the other team, they had to stop the game and she went next to the goal and just started throwing up and threw oh, up no. for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And then left but then the puke was right next to the goal and like the rest of the game I was like oh my god this is gonna cause like a oh, puke Ebola no. virus like you just see terrible things at sporting events um, what was she what, did she overhear you uh, bragging about the Celtics or something why was she I don't know that? it might have been the. I was talking about the Porzingis trade and she just <laughs> went over next to that started uh, started hurling so do anyway. you think with the hamstring like um, you guys were doing like the cold plunges every week weren't you Oh man, we she's got the Theragun. She went oh, to like somebody yeah. that, like she's been doing everything to try to get back. She's yeah. had the worst injury she had was the back injury. That was like, you know, five, six months. And that was like that one you couldn't yeah, fuck with shit. and it had to heal. But yeah. the high ankle sprain, which I think was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those, like, I just don't know how that's like a two month injury. It's not a two month yeah. injury if you're like Tom Brady and you could do like Alex Guerrero shit on it. But for normal right. people, like there's just, it doesn't heal. And it's feels like you have like a concrete boot on. And then Ben had like, he, I mean, Ben's had like three or four minor injuries, but it's kind of changed how I watch football. Anytime yeah. somebody gets hurt, like I'm thinking, or like when I'm at Ben's games, I'm just constantly like worried somebody's getting injured versus just watching the game. Right. You must've yeah. been like that when you were going to the Archie games, right? Yeah. It's just it's totally different. You're just stressed out the whole time. Yeah. What is what does this limp mean? What what does that yeah. limp mean? What is that? Yeah. Kid rolls over and he starts banging the field. You're like, oh man, that must be mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But yeah, it's just the injuries hit different, and you yeah. you realize like we've been watching football all these years, 
and these people get injured. It's like, yeah, cart them off. Let's go. Let's get the game going. Right, 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 <laughs> and right. you're, then you're actually like watching where you know the people and it's like the most stressful, awful thing ever. So anyway, yeah. that's my Andrew story. It's not good. All right. It's not good. Uh, also, ben, Kyle came to Ben's game last night and it was homecoming. And What jersey we got, was he wearing? We, he wasn't wearing a past jersey. Uh, and we got absolutely annihilated and, and uh, it was really awful. Oh, really? What's worse than a football blowout in high school where it's like, it's still, the kids are young enough where you're like, hey, can we just call this? It's like the mm -hmm. end of the third quarter. It's like, what do you think, done? Like, let's, but they're obviously <laughs> not going to do that. But it's not like basketball or something where, oh, garbage time. This will be fun. Cliff can uh, play. And, yeah. You know, it's we, football. Like, you can't have garbage time. I know. When we, uh, Archie was a senior last year and they were good. They were like eight and two. And my brother-in-law, Melissa's brother, uh, wanted to fly out and see a game. He's like, I got to see him before he graduates. And, um, he came out and we lost 41 to three. And he's uh, like, I thought you guys were good. Like, no, 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 I swear we're good. Look, 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 here's the records. Like, yeah, great. Thanks. Came in from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. Not even a diving catch at shortstop. High school football, the momentum can just be one fumbled snap. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, one fumbled kick return. All of a sudden it's like 21 nothing and it feels like it's like 100 to nothing. Oh, live betting high school football is the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. I agree. Yeah. Nothing like Yeah. That. Carrie asked yesterday, she's like, what would the line on this game be? And I was like, <laughs> we're probably like seven and a half point underdogs. Uh, the other team covered in the first quarter. <laughs> first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Because that's Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by Columbia Sportswear, makers of the Omni Heat Infinity Collection. With tiny gold dots that reflect your body heat, Omni Heat Infinity delivers instant warmth without compromising breathability. Cold outside, gold inside. With Columbia's Omni Heat Infinity Collection, go out anyway. Learn more at Columbia.com slash infinity. What do you got to puck? What do I got? I'm with uh, you're my favorite. Uh, you're and my favorite. Tate Frazier through the ringer, right? Monday night, we'll be uh, reporting after the, what is this dumb game? I can't remember. Um, oh, Green hey, Bay and Green, Green Bay and Vegas. That's kind our, of a our, fun game. I'm excited for that one. It's a good one. Tic-tac zone right there. By the way, our yeah. cousin's on the Manning cast, so uh, look for that, too. Oh. Um, so that was that's going to be good. Uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday morning, FanDuel TV, 10 a.m. Eastern. And like I said, against all odds, uh, three episodes this week, because one is a hockey preview, NHL. Harry on against all odds lost his bet of the year. <laughs> his play of the year was the Vikings plus four and a half at the time. And he is very upset. He took his shirt off. He did the Kirk Cousins and Chains thing and everything. And we all saw his, uh, his uh, cleavage. It was disgusting. And he lost. So thank you. Does God. Harry have action on the WNBA playoffs? He does. The finals. He does. Who does he like? Who won tonight? He had New York. He had the Liberty. Okay. That sounds like they won probably. <laughs> it sounds like they did. <laughs> Liberty and Aces, right? Yeah, the Li Liberty Aces. Yeah, who won <laughs> the, that one? The Aces won 99-82. Come on. Oh, the Aces. <laughs> yeah. Why are they going against football? I actually would have watched that if it was a Monday night. You know, there's talk that the NBA is doing this purposely to crush them. Seriously? That's the talk. Because this is two years in a row that they've done this. They've held game one of the finals on the Sunday. I mean, that's ridiculous. They're not getting... Anybody who likes football. No, I'm with you, but also ridiculous is running it against football. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. 
<laughs> you know what else is a mistake? Going at the end against live football yeah. games. Anybody. Nobody should go football. against football for any reason. Right. I know. I know. Even the baseball playoffs, you're watching it going, oh, guys. Right. I don't know. Maybe you could have yeah. had both of these at night or something. Play a doubleheader on Tuesday. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> right. But do Monday at noon. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, cuz, as always, good job by you. Not bad job by our teams, but good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to you, Cousin Sal. Thanks to Kyle Creighton and Steve Cerruti, as always. Don't forget new rewatchables coming on Monday. Don't forget to consume all of our gambling content on the Ringer Gambling Show and Against All Odds and on FanDuel TV, as well as our excellent pop culture content and our sports content. Go read theringer.com as well. We have a lot of great basketball stuff coming. And I will see you on this feed. I'm going to have two really fun podcasts this week. I'm just calling my shot right now. I'll see you on Tuesday. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.